This is bad. This is bad on so many levels. How can it be almost Father's Day? Last I checked, that was, um, at least a week and a half away. I know I tend to lose track of time when I'm reading, but this is ridiculous. Maybe a shower and change of clothes will help clear the fog out of my brain. I feel my face. Yeah, better shave too. As I walk into the main bedroom, something strange catches the corner of my eye. No, wait. That's just my reflection in the mirror Jen hung on the closet door. I look at myself and take a few steps toward the mirror. Then a couple steps to one side, then the other. Huh. So that's what Dr. Peasley was trying to describe. It's so obvious when you know what to look for. I get cleaned up and grab a sandwich and some juice. My stomach definitely thinks it hasn't been fed in a week. And then I try to sort out what happened to me. I can visualize shapes and patterns. Some so vividly, I can almost see them. In a way, it's a lot like the sort of things peyote makes you see. Only I don't think these shapes could actually exist in a three-dimensional world. I'm put in mind of a book I read a long time ago, along with a lot of satirical commentary about Victorian attitudes towards sex and class. It told the story of a two-dimensional creature who was given the ability to see and travel through three-dimensional space. I imagine he felt very similar to how I do now. Of course, as soon as he told people about his experiences, they locked him up in a mental hospital. He wasn't really crazy, though. Sorry, we don't use the word crazy anymore. He wasn't mentally ill. He just knew things they weren't capable of understanding. Am I mentally ill? I'm pretty sure Rooster thinks I'm crazy. Would I even know? I guess Rory would probably notice something. Thinking of Rooster. Shit. He's never going to let me forget this. And I have to give him this much. There's more to that book than I thought was possible. Not that the knowledge in it is evil or anything like that, but the way I reacted to it is disturbing, to put it mildly. And then there's Jan. Oh boy, did I screw up big time. When I heard the word Father's Day, all I could think of was we needed to go to Timber Cove on Father's Day. And so I was a complete ass to my family. I don't think I can get away with a temporary insanity plea on this one. I have a lot of groveling to do when Jen comes home. I hope she's coming home. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. When we last left our agents, River had gone on a personal quest and dove deeply into the text that he had. He had come to and said maybe the wrong thing to his loving wife, Jen. He lost an entire week. Jen had bolted out of the house, slammed the door shut, and took a drive. A few hours later, she returned, finding River there. She walks up to him in the house and looks up at him. Look, I know you're going through some stuff with all of this stuff, 
but that really hurt that you thought of work instead of the family. Yeah, I, I know. And I, I'm sorry. Okay, I know you are. She puts her hand on your cheek. I just want you to think about us first. There's a lot that goes on that you go off and do, and I know you're doing good things. But remember that we are here, and we're here for you. I do remember, and you're important to me. That's that's one of the, one of the reasons why I do these things. Because what happened to Katie made this personal. And the people who did that, some of them are still out there. Rowan's determined to make sure that they don't hurt anybody else, and I'm going to help her. Okay. I can get behind that. She reaches up and pulls you down for a quick kiss. All right, I'm going to go make some dinner. You do what you have to do, but I'll make sure things are okay. And take it easy on Katie. She's been through a lot, and I, I, you might want to go apologize to her, because you were kind of mean this week. I was? Yeah. I, I honestly don't remember. It's really been a week. Did you get hyper-focused on, like, like ADHD-type things? Like ten times more than that. Yeah, yeah, you did. You were you you were nastier than cat shit. Ooh. Okay. I I'll, I'll talk to her. All right. I'm gonna make some dinner and yeah, go go talk to her and then then we'll have then we'll have dinner. We'll have a good family dinner. Okay. I'll go find Katie. Katie's up in her room and her door is closed and you hear music playing loudly in the in the room like most teenagers do. It's muffled behind the door. I'll knock on the door. The second time you knock on the door, the door opens. She looks up at you. Yeah? I guess I was kind of awful the last week. Yeah? She shakes her head. And I can't give any, any excuses. It was... I wasn't right in the head. I'm sorry. If you were researching something or, or looking into something, you know, you could have included me. I could help. You know I could help. I know you could help, but this this book does weird things to your head. I think maybe we should wait before you get into this stuff. All right. Did you did you finish it? Was it good at least? Um, it's everything looks a little bit different. She squints her eyes and, and looks at you. She takes like a half a step back. Like, different how? Um, well, I, I kind of hope you haven't had that kind of experience, but some of the things I did back in college, never mind. She looks like back and forth. What did you do in college? No, wait, don't tell me that. Or maybe, wait, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Really? Okay. It's like, like, I can almost see extra dimensions. Yeah, that was definitely some of your, your college days, Dad. What can I say? I was young. Well, you're not that old now. I mean, you were born in, what, the 1900s? Oh, yeah. She just smiles at you and winks. You doing okay now? I think so. I've still got a lot of things to uh, go over in my head. But let's get some family time right now. Mom's making dinner. There'll probably be something you like and something I don't like. Of course. Because I'm the important one in this family. 
Yeah, and, and I have to do some penance. Yeah, you were kind of mean to Mom, especially when she brought in a hamburger. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, this is why I don't want you reading that back. Okay. I think somebody said it's called riveting. I think that's the term, right? Because it rivets you into place and you're stuck there? Yeah, like, you know, you take hot pieces of metal and pound them into your brain. There's some Terry Pratchett books that I found that have been like that. I think The Color of Magic kind of did that to me. Thank you for that one. And she gives you a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, The Color of Magic, yeah. If Imagine what it would be like to actually see The Color of Magic. Oh, that would be cool. It's, it's not as cool as you think it would be. Are you sure? Like I said, I, I've... I gotta let my brain process this for a while. Okay. You process it and let's go have some dinner. Okay. And with that, everybody has a bit of family time in the redacted household. Later on that night, you look on your phone, River, and you see that your messages to Javier are gone. Your messages are there. His responses are gone. That's weird. I'll send another another message just saying, Hey, what's up? You get a response back. Not a whole lot. What's going on with you? Oh, I've been kind of out of it for the last week. You okay? Were you sick? I think I'm mostly better. That's good. Did you get in touch with your brother? I tried to, but he wasn't there. I'm going to try reaching out again to him. Okay. Yeah, really sorry I meant to follow up, but this week has been hell. He's my family, not yours. I appreciate you looking out, though. Very much. You're my bud. Same. You put the phone down and pick it back up 15 minutes later, and his responses are all gone. Shit, somebody's hacked my phone. Now, you remember with the conversation with Cesar that he said that Julio was in St. Joseph's Hospital. Uh, St. Joseph's is a behavioral health facility. Doesn't necessarily have the best reputation, but, you know, at least there's there's somebody that's there. He might be able to help you out with what's going on. And Javier is supposedly disappeared, or at least that's what Cesar said. Yeah, but he didn't. Doesn't make sense at all. wonder if Cesar was in that psychiatric thing or something, too. Maybe I should get in touch with Julio. Not a bad idea. I think I'll talk to Rory in the morning. He knows hospital stuff. Morning rolls around. It's a lovely day, three days away from Father's Day. I'm gonna text to Rory. Uh, hey, you uh, got some free time today? And it's today is Thursday the 16th then? Yes. So it's been almost two weeks since we last regathered. I'll text back. Uh, yeah, I can clear my schedule for the afternoon. What's up? The guy I talked to the other day, my my friend's brother said uh, another brother of his was in St. Joseph's Hospital. I wanted to go check on him and see how he's doing. Okay, yeah, I can come with you. Give me give you a little more knowledge of uh, hospital procedures. I'll pick you up in about an hour. How's that sound? Great. I owe you. So you arrive in front of River's home. I'll park and get out and go knock on the door. A woman opens up the door and looks at you. Hi, can I help you? Hi, you must be Jen. I'm here to pick up uh, Redacted. He wanted to go, I guess, check on a friend, his friend's brother or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, come on in. Okay. Redacted! 
one of your friends are here. Oh, I'm redacted, by the way. Sorry. Oh, Jen. Nice to meet you. She puts her hand up. Oh, hi, bro. Uh, how you doing? I'm good. You ready to go? Yeah. I'll, I'll see you tonight, honey. All right. I'll talk to you later. Be safe. Have a good time. She stops and looks. She looks at Rory and she squints. She looks back at River. No guns, right? And then she looks at Rory. I don't think we'll need them on this one. She puts her finger up as though she's about to say something, then puts it to her lips. Okay. Be safe. Don't get shot. Please. Rory tries to keep himself from smiling. We're going to a hospital, so they don't usually have guns there, and even if they do, they can fix things. I'm going to Idaho, and they don't usually have guns there. And she just smiles and winks at you. And <laughs> You think they don't have guns in Idaho? No, I know they have guns in Idaho. I'm just giving you shit. Be safe, have a good day, and then she heads off into back into the house. Yeah, I kind of told her that you shot me. That explains it. <laughs> All right, let's go. So what what's going on? What what do you know? Oh, what do I know anything? Um, well, I I've got got this friend Javier. I, I might have mentioned him, and you remember last week? Was it last week? Um, in in San Francisco. That was almost two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. I thought it was only one week. Wow. Oh, my my mind is like taking trips through time and space. So that... No, you were parking the car, that's right. You didn't see him. Oh, you ran into the that homeless guy. There was... So, yeah, and that was my friend... That was my friend's Javier's brother, Caesar. Okay. And he... He saw me, and he said, the rogue is going to save me. Rogue, isn't that what Dr. Peasley called you? Yes, and I I never met Caesar before, so it took me a while to figure out who he was until he mentioned Javier, except that he said that Javier disappeared six years ago, which Javier didn't disappear six years ago. He's he's still around. I just texted him last night. I, I've got... Well, no, I don't have the text on my phone because his texts keep keep deleting themselves because somebody hacked my phone. You should have uh, Rowan take a look at that. I should have Rowan look at that. Um, anyway, so Caesar says his, his other brother, Julio, is in St. Joseph's Hospital. So I put... Caesar up in a hotel for three days, but then, you know, two weeks went by without me realizing it, and so now I don't know where Caesar is, but I can hopefully find Julio and find out what's going on or not. I my brain isn't working very well right now. I, I kind of fell yeah, into well, the book. Yeah, well, that's enough to at least get started. We'll get there. We can talk to him and see see from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Luckily, there is parking here at the hospital, and there's a couple open spots. So you're able to pull in, and you see that this is a taller building, about eight or ten stories high, and it's a very long. The windows themselves do have bars over them. It does give off the feeling of a prison type of location. You do not get the feeling of rehabilitation here. All right, uh, I guess let's see if we can find the visitor entrance. Pretty easy enough. You head inside, and 
the inside is an antiseptic off-white. There is a nurse's station kind of out front. There's doors that are magnetically locked, and there are signs throughout the entire room about rehabilitation and mental health and those type of propaganda or, not propaganda, but sales pieces, pamphlets and whatnot. And there's a area for like a waiting room and a sitting room here. The nurse behind the station is a very large Asian fellow. When I mean large, he's like 6'6", six, six, standing up and goes about 300 pounds, dressed in scrubs. Oh, hello there. Hello. We're looking for a patient named uh, Julio Castillo. Uh, he And he's a patient here? Could we visit him? Sure. Let me see if, if there's any restrictions. Uh, hold on a moment. And he moves over and his hands are as big as the keyboard. And he starts typing away at, at the keyboard. All right. There's no restrictions for, for visitors for him. Uh, is he expecting you? No. I'm going to have you meet with his physician first so he can he can discuss things with you and take you on up to where he's located. May I have your names? And he moves over a sign-in clipboard. I will sign in and pass it to Rory. Uh, I'll also sign in with my real name. Also MD? I probably won't put that on the sign-in sheet, but I'll probably bring it up when I talk to the doctor. Okay. Please have a seat. And he motions for you to have a seat onto the couches. The music here is very faint, but it's a very peaceful type of music. A few moments later, a fellow in a white coat and a stethoscope around his neck walks out. He has a friar's style hair where he's balding on top and just hair around the outsides. Looks very similar to the doctor from MASH. I'm Dr. Bromley. Um, are you redacted and redacted? No, I'm redacted. Oh, my apologies. You're here to see uh, Julio uh, Castillo, yes? That's right. Well, I will take you to him if you do not mind. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, what's the what's the reason he was admitted? Um, he is a schizophrenic and uh, suffers from delusions. This is a care facility as well, so he does reside here, his family, and he decided this was the best location for him. Would you be permitted to let us know who admitted him? From his family? He looks down at a folder that he has in his hands. Yes, uh, it looks as though that um, he was self-admitted, and it looks as though that he had familial support. I can't go into much more detail, you know, privacy rights and so forth. Yes, of course. Him giving out the diagnosis is also an issue. Avori definitely was like, I'm not going to say anything, but... This guy doesn't seem to be, uh... He's, he's okay there's just something not right necessarily about the doctor. I was so surprised when he told us. It's like, oh, okay. No verification that we're related. Hold on. Like, all right. Takes you into an elevator. It's an older rickety elevator and makes a ding on each stop on the way up as it goes up to the sixth floor. So the nurse uh, seemed to have some concerns about us meeting with Julio before talking to you. Yes. Julio is... Julio does pose a danger to to others with the current medication and treatment that he's on he is current he is in a uh, a safe spot at the moment in time but we do want to have the visitation monitored so you'll be meeting in one of the group rooms i'm actually a physician myself would you mind if i i'm just curious what meds he's on oh looks at you he pulls it a, a sheet out of the folder he has in his hand and hands just hands it to you all right I'll... not even asking you for any verification well i'll take a look 
he's on various antipsychotics um, as well as a few antidepressants. He's on some heavy, heavy shit. Definitely some some controlled pharmaceuticals and a couple that you think might be off-label usage. So like phenobarbital, clozapine, risperdone, olanzapine. Can I do, what role would I make to, so pharmacy, psychotherapy, and medicine? I want to see if that's like, seems appropriate. So you have pharmacy as a skill itself? Mm-hmm. Then go ahead and give me a pharmacy okay. role. Nope, 67. Some of it, what is your skill actually? 50. Okay. You do think that some of this might be overboard? There's also some sedatives that are listed as well. Yeah, it's quite a bit. You get to the sixth floor and the door opens up, and beyond you see there are gates, metal gates, almost like prison style, and there is an antechamber. Um, an orderly unlocks the unlocks the gate ahead of you, looks at everybody, and kind of just nods, and Dr. Bromley uh, looks back, uh, good, good job, yes, thank you. Getting a good look at Dr. Bromley as he walks ahead, like he's dressed in a white coat and slacks, and you notice that he's wearing house slippers. So do the staff here, uh, do you commute here, or is there staff residency on site? Well, we do work, you know, five on, four off, five on, four off. So sometimes we do we do have some, some on-site stay. Are you looking to uh, get into this uh, field of medicine? Oh, no, I do have some therapy background, but I'm, uh, I work over at Travis, the hospital there. I'm not familiar with that. With the uh, Air Force Base? Oh, Air Force David Base. David Grant Medical Center? Yes, yes, yes. Can I do human on... That was a weird interaction. Sure. What is with my rolls today? That's an 89. (laughs) You're just getting a weird feeling from this guy. Cool. So beyond the second gate, you see there are people kind of milling about in a common room. The ceilings are very tall here. The hallways are arched and... There's this off-white yellow and antiseptic smell to everything. There is a old CRT TV that is uh, suspended from the ceiling about 10 feet up. And it's like a 32-inch, so it's still kind of a smaller TV. And there's people sitting at desks and some folks doing crafts. Folks are dressed in pajamas, some, some orderlies and scrubs. You don't see any other doctors. River, you see Julio. You've met Julio in the past. You see Julio is currently sitting at a table playing a game with a a woman. Uh, I will walk up to him, say, Julio, long time no see. Hey, Rogue, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well, yeah. Good. It's about time they got you in here. How long have you been in here? Mm -hmm. He starts counting on his fingers. Uh, I, a couple, a, a bit. What day is it? It's, um... June 16th, 2022. Yeah, yeah, what he Hot damn! All right, so I've been in here for a long time. When did you, what day was it when you got here? April 1st, 2015. Yeah, April Fool's joke, you know. I was talking with Javier, and Javier was like, this would be a good place for you. And I said, sure, and I signed the papers, and they brought me in here. You heard anything from Javier Caesar lately? No, dude, I haven't I haven't heard from Caesar since since Caesar died. I mean, occasionally I have dreams about him, but I hadn't heard that he died. Yeah, man, he went down into the he went down into that hole with you. Oh. 
They didn't tell you he died, huh? I'm sorry, buddy. Hold on a moment. I got to make this move. And he reaches down and, and makes a move on the board. And the woman looks up. She's like, oh, you got me. I'm going to get out my phone and text River. What year did you disappear again for 48 hours? Not that long ago. And then I'll text back again. Did he mean that Caesar went with you on that at that same time? Sounds like. So are they going to set you up? I mean, I could use a new roommate. I don't like my current roommate. We can kick that guy out. It'd be nice to have somebody I know. I'm not really planning on staying. Nah, I didn't plan on staying either, but they kind of, you know, it works. I asked about getting out, but Doc doesn't think it's a good idea. So what is it like here? What are the doctors like? I see a doctor once every two, two, three weeks. Um, you know, we get me- we get our medicine. We get our medicine three times a day. Um, we come in here. We get enrichment because this is supposed to keep us sane. On Sundays, we have bingo. And, uh, you know, on Saturdays, we get to go outside. Well, some of us do. All of this is very... Like, the everything about this place is kind of just hit Rory the wrong way since walking in here. Feels like it was kind of lifted out of like an 80s, 90s movie about a psych ward and not like yes, and just not at all how anything would be run nowadays. I want to try to do, I don't know how I would roleplay this out, but I want to have a conversation, just talk with Julio and try to use my psychotherapy skill to just kind of see what I can learn from him. Sure. Go ahead and give me a psychotherapy roll. Now, this will take a little bit of time, and since we're not going to necessarily roleplay out, like, that whole, like, type of interview type thing. Yeah. Uh, 53 out of 61. So that's going to be a success. He is... He has some delusions and some reality perception issues. You're not entirely sure if the medications that he's on, which you still have his his med sheet in hand. The doctor didn't take it back. Yeah, I'm even with that failed pharmacy role. Maybe this is probably just some of my personal knowledge leaking in, but it seems like that's he's on way too much. You are confident he is not getting appropriate therapy and looking around. You don't think anyone here is getting appropriate therapy. Oh, yeah. While you're talking with him and trying to get a perspective on his personality and his mental health. It is good that he is currently receiving some help. You determine that. You don't think this is, you definitely think this is not the right place for him, but he he does need some help. There's some serious gaps in time for him. And he talks about people that aren't necessarily there or, or whatnot. He does have a strong connection to his brothers, though he believes both of his brothers are dead. But both of them are dead. Both of them are dead. When he says that, River, a tall, skinny, person comes up to you kind of androgynous and comes up like really close and starts to invade your space and starts to look in your eyes you were in mustang uh no i i drive a chevy no 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 no. you don't drive a chevy you they flick their tooth at you you were in mustang you heard him you heard them and they're tapping their head repeatedly were you in mustang no hell no I wouldn't want to be there. That place is gone. Place is gone, baby. Out of here. But you were there. Was it as big of a shit show as, 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 you know? And they sit on the back of a chair. Well, you seem to know pretty much about it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it was a shit show. Or, you know, a fish fry. <laughs> a fish fry. Oh, it was a fish fry. Oh, it was a fish fry. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Did the patients have name tags on? No. 
the doctor didn't even have a name tag on. Yep, the, the doctor. The orderlies do. I am going to take out my phone once I realize that and Google Dr. Bromley and see if he comes up. Like if I can find any like patient reviews of him or like his TEA number, anything. You don't find anything current that matches. You find a couple Dr. Bromleys in California, actually three of them. They are certainly not this fellow. Okay. And then after that, I'm going to pull up St. Joseph's and see if they have a list of physicians. They do. They've only got two or three physicians listed. And none of them are Dr. Bromley. None of them are Dr. Bromley. At that, I'm going to like leave River there and go to one of the, if there's a nurse's station, and just say, hey, I'm just, the nurse downstairs said we needed to talk to Julio's doctor. Is he available? Not at the moment. The current doctors are busy at the moment in time. They're not on this floor. They won't be on this floor until a little bit later on early this afternoon. Is this something that needs to be done now? Oh, no, I would just, I would love to just talk with him about the therapy. And you should know one of the patients, I think, is an, is impersonating a, a doctor. We met them. Oh, Dr. Bromley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, so you got to speak with Dr. Bromley then? Yes. Huh? Oh, okay. She stands up. I would have already taken a photo of Julio's records, and then I will hand that back to the nurse. Like, and they had this. So I don't know where they got that, uh, Dr. Bromley. Son of a bitch. Mm. And she puts it into a drawer and then locks the drawer. I am so sorry. Don't worry I'm about have it. have to fill out paperwork on this. Yep. Screen wipe over to River. So, you, it's in your head. It's been in your head, right? Does it still talk to you? No, nothing talks to me in my head. No voices in your head? You had voices in your head, though, once, right, before? I mean, not the voice that's in your head normally, but, like, a different voice. I mean, you're not immune. No, can't say can't say that I, I've ever experienced that. Um... I think you're lying. I think you're lying. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Don't lie to me. Hmm. They flick their tooth a little bit. All right. We're going to try a different tact. I'm going to say something. You finish my sentence. I give my life. I'm not going to play that game. They look at you. Mm, you know that you, you know that you know the right one, right? You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. Come here. Come here. You should see this. Why should I see this? Open your eye, man. My eyes are open. No, your other eye. Come on. Over here. Over here. What do you want me to look at? We'll just stay. I'll just stay right here where the other people are. Just this room over here, right here. We don't even have to go in. You could just poke your head in. Oh, you're frightened. You're by yourself. How far away was the nurse's station? Like, how far away am I right now? Not exceptionally far. You're 60, 80 feet. I think after that conversation, I would head back. You can look in here. They point at the room. I'm going to go over there. Walks by one of the tables where people are playing board games and starts messing up all the pieces on the table and then walks off. Dr. Bromley! Arm around the doctor. Glad to see that you're out. Why are you walking around? You shouldn't be out. You should be in bed, buddy. Remember, are you going to go look at the room or? I will. I'm probably going to regret this, but yeah, I'll go look at the room. So you walk down the, the hallway and you see inside are... The best way to put this is that they're cells. The rooms that Rowan was in was better appointed than this room. Inside this room, you see that there are, written on the walls, triangles with eyes in them and tentacles coming off. Okay. 
Yeah, you've seen these that type of artwork before. Is it just that, or is there anything else? If you step in a little bit further and look around, you oh. see a... No? I don't think I'm going in. You're not going to go in? Okay. It's scrawled all on the wall. That person is has Dr. Bromley around their on their shoulders and they're talking to him and they're and looks like they're walking him away i want to go catch up to them is that your room nope i'm not that crazy whose room is it that person is not here anymore but i figured you would want to see it do you know their name i had a dream you'd come here mm-hmm yep i would love to hear it well looks around american disabilities act that's not a name. Oh, yes, it is. Oh. And then when you wrap it in fleece? Yeah. And then you go stomping through a swamp? Yeah. I had a dream. I had a dream you'd show up. I probably wouldn't recognize that name unless I'd been in Mustang. That's right. You know where she went? Oh, she got freed. She was allowed to go. They make fingers and kind of walk away with their fingers. Yeah. I mean, Dr. Redacted over there, and points at Rory. I mean, Dr. Redacted over there, they know so much more. But they know things about other things, but not about that, because they weren't in Mustang. That's true. I want to try to catch up to them if I can. Oh, you've caught up to them. And you you caught that last part as well. Uh, so you appear to know who we are. Uh, what was your name? I'm Jackson. Jackson Gladry. Pleased to meet you. Likewise. I'm sorry, I, I I would shake your hand, but I really don't like touching other people that much. Oh, that's fair. Especially with these people in here. Do you see what they do? You never know where their hands are going to be. Yeah, well, you've been to any other places? Or, sorry, you've seen any other places besides uh, Mustang? Mm-hmm. Yep. Would you like to tell us about them? Nope. Do you seem like you don't necessarily belong here? Do we really belong anywhere? Anywhere, really? I mean, yes, but did you admit yourself, or was did someone admit you? I'm not even really here. Where are you? I mean, I'm, I'm here, but I'm not really here. Where are you really? I should be in Tahiti. Well, no, no, I don't... I think Tahiti... You know what? Being in the Pacific in a couple days wouldn't... In, in like a month or two would not be a good idea. So, you know what? I'm going to change that. I'm not going to go to Tahiti. Let's go to the other side. Um, Mayorga, off of Spain. Yeah, that's where I'm going to be. You know what's going to happen in the Pacific? Nope. But, but, other person did. The one who wrote on the walls. Yeah, 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 that one. How long ago did they get out? You know what, time's really fucky here. It is kind of, and I'm going to check my watch at that point to see how long we've been here. 15, 20 minutes. So, if you don't know what's going to happen, how do you know that it's going to be bad? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it could be a good thing. I mean, sitting over here on the Group W bench. <laughs> and they just start laughing. Go check out the room. I double, triple dog dare you with mustard on top. No mustard, please. I like mustard. Especially the ones that have like the tiny little bits that when you bite in them, they pop. All right. I think I'd rather look into the room than continue this conversation. Okay. All right, I'll follow River over to the room. It looks like this room was shared. On each of the walls, drawn in crayon, various colors, are these eyes with tentacles. 
or tendrils coming off of them. Written on the wall on the side of the door are the lyrics to a very catchy song that River is very familiar with. And beneath it, there's a drawing of a squiggly lined circle with another circle inside and stick figures on it. It takes you a few moments and you realize that's the island. The island that appeared in Katie's visions and the one that you've also looked into as well. I'm going to take pictures of all the walls and I'm actually going to take a picture, the one with the island on it. I'm going to send it to the RSL group chat and just say, River and I were checking in on Javier's brother, found this in one of the patient rooms. Thought you'd want to know and send that off. I will respond to that saying, patient appears to be one Ada Lambarsh. Can I tell what the figures are doing, if anything, or are they just figures? They seem just to be placed like they're drawn on on the island as though that they're just standing there. There is one drawn in red standing near the inner circle, the lake inside the island. Jackson comes to the door and says, hey, I have a I have a present. We're not supposed to give things to go out of here, you know, rules and stuff. But I think your friend would like this. And he hands you a green crayon. Untouched. Gourmet. Agent Rory knows that this is a knock or a slight or a comment to a Marine. Which, which friend? Uh, that would be Rooster. What? I, I'm, I'm sure he failed high school crayon, but other than that... It's a, it's a military thing I'll explain later. Oh, okay. Just must make sure that that doesn't get dirty and that it stays clean. Like I said, gourmet. Mwah, chef's kiss. Eating crayons isn't good for you. Yeah, well, tell those guys. Not my choice. Military. I know, right? All right. Um, let's. I think we should go check on Julio and then see if we can talk to one of the actual doctors before we leave. Yeah, um, I kind of want to get out of here before they decide that we're inmates. You head back out and you see that Julio is, is gathering the things and putting the box away. And there is a buzzer that goes off. And you see the people are starting to line up and at the nurse's station. And there's a uh, pill dispensary window not far from there. A pharmaceutical dispensary window. And you see uh, Julio gets ready to uh, get in line. Hey, Julio. Yeah. So, so when did Caesar die? I'm not entirely sure that Caesar... Well... Like I said, everything, it just, time is weird here. Caesar died after you guys came out, came out of that hole. And not, not six years ago. Was it six years ago? No, it wasn't. Was it three years ago? About three years. Well, that's when I went in the hole. Yeah, then I guess it was three years ago. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't, time just doesn't, I don't get to go outside much. Well, I should let you go outside Good to see the sun. Yeah, I hope so. But I've got to get my meds, and then I'm going to probably head to go lay down for a bit, go take a nap. This place is good for naps. Yeah, you take care of yourself. You think you might come back and visit? We could we could play a game. Yeah, I might do that. I hope so. Do you ever be around a lot of people and still feel lonely? Yeah. Yeah. It would be nice to see somebody that knows the family. I got you. I'll do what I can. 
I'm almost up, so I appreciate it. All right. We got to go now, but uh, I'll try to get back as soon as I can. I know they're not really, they really don't like that, but do you mind if I give you a hug? I don't mind. Okay. And he gives you a quick hug. When he does, you see the orderlies kind of make a step, and then he releases you and they kind of step back. Yeah, Rory, this place does not feel right. Oh, yeah. I 100% plan on, like, filing a complaint and getting this place shut down. I'm going to ask, I'm going to message Quinn and get on top of that. Well, um, I guess we should go. Dr. Bromley comes by. So, I'm glad that you enjoyed your time here. Um, Would you like to come back on a more permanent type of basis? I mean, we are looking for new physicians. And looks at Rory. I'm sure, uh... I'll wait for the email. How about that? Excellent. Excellent. I will make sure that I will get that out to you as soon as possible. Great. We have very competitive wages, especially here in this city. Perfect. All right. Well, I'll leave you here and we're going to go to this. I was about to say stairs and I look at river and then I say elevator and head out. As you head out, you see that there are three doctors in white coats exiting the elevator. Oh, I went and grabbed them. I wasn't planning on leaving. I was going to try to grab, find a doctor. They all And they all have name tags on them. Uh, I'll flag one down. Hey, uh, doctor, if, sorry, if you just had a quick question, if you don't mind. She looks up at you. Uh, yes? Sorry, yeah, we're here visiting a patient, uh, Julio Castillo. The nurse downstairs said that we should talk to a doctor before we saw him. Uh, we're going to do a patient, Dr. Bromley. I guess incorrectly assumed he was a doctor, figured that out. She puts her head in hand, in hand, yeah. Would love to get your just synopsis of what's going on. Okay, um, do you have a few minutes? Can we go into a conference room? Yeah. She looks at the other two and she goes, I'll, I'll take care of this. Um, can you make sure that George Richter gets his appointment? And one of the other doctors like, sure, I will, I'll do that. George Richter's a name that pops out for you. Sorry, did you say George Richter? Uh, yes. We have, we have a patient... Mr. Richter is, is uh, currently resides here. Would it be permitted to talk to him? Are you family? No. This would be... He does have restricted visitation. And I'm going to pull out my EPA badge and say this would be related to a, an investigation. We're going to need some more official paperwork other than just your badge. I understand. You weren't here for Mr. Richter originally, though. No, I didn't know he was here. You can come back with a warrant or a court order, then I will allow you to speak with him. Or from someone from the DA's office. While the this is conversation is happening, I'm going to text Rowan. There's a George Richter here. They won't let us see him without more official paperwork. Is there anything you can do on that front? All right, I... I, that's that's certainly understandable, and I don't suppose he's going anywhere, is he? No, he will not be going anywhere. So, what questions did you have for about Julio, about Mr. Castillo? Main thing is, um, Dr. Bromley did show us his uh, his med list. I'm sure. Yeah, I understand. We aren't. We shouldn't be seeing that. I did notice he does seem to be on a lot of medication. Is that all necessary? What was his diagnosis? She looks at you um, with, you know, squinted eyes. That is more of something to be discussed with the patient or with another medical professional. Oh, sorry. I'll get out my my, uh, state license and show her. I work over at David Grant. Hmm. And do you have a need to know this information? 
Uh, I'm here with Redacted. He's a friend of the family. Agreed to come check up on him with him. And it's my understanding that his two brothers have passed. Is that true? I do not work directly with uh, Mr. Castillo, but I believe that his family is not within the picture. Right, so... I will have to get his permission to speak with you concerning his medical files. Of course. If you like, and she hands you a business card, you can fax over a request and we can see about getting that sent to you. Okay. Let me see. My bureaucracy is like the same as my persuasion, I think. Uh, nope, my bureaucracy is better. Can I do a bureaucracy roll to kind of come up with some medical loophole to like get anything out of her? Yes. That is an odd five. Ooh. I like these dice better. I switched dice and I'm succeeding. She provides you with, with his diagnosis, and his diagnosis is actually is quite complex. You think that some of the things may be padded? Like, it may not be as complex, or they may have added more things to him. He is currently receiving state assistance, and with more state assistance, with more diagnoses... More money. They get paid more. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the conversation, let's say, well, thank you so much for your time. Um, we'll get out of your hair. Yes. Well, you can still send that over. I'd be happy to get you more information once we receive the proper documentation. Of course, I understand. Will you be returning to visit Mr. Castillo? Not right away. I'm, uh, I know my friend here plans on coming back. Okay. We will add you to the, to the visitors list. May I have your name? Uh, sure. It's, uh, Redacted. And I'm redacted. I've added it to the notes. Uh, we would definitely like to see him get some more interaction with folks on the outside. Yeah, he, he wanted to uh, get outside the building, if, if that's possible. He can leave as long as he returns um, by 6 p.m. We can sign out for uh, a day pass if he wishes to uh, leave the premise. He just needs to be escorted by a party that's willing to take responsibility. Oh, that shouldn't be a problem. Uh, we'll probably try to set that up. Yeah, not sure when, though. That would be good for him. So yeah, I guess we'll head back downstairs. As you head toward the elevator, Jackson is holding onto the bars and looking at you, looking outside. Hey, hey, Verde Triangle people, you're not the only ones. Not, not which only ones? Why do you think some of us are in here? Mwah! turns and then runs runs off into the common room. Well, they were certainly an interesting character. The elevator door opens. I'll step inside. I will also. I wonder. I just look at River. I think I'd like to pay a quick visit to the green box with Rooster. Something I wanted to uh, return to him anyway. Alright, I'm sure he'd love that. While they're in the elevator, a text message comes through from Rowan. The first message is just three exclamation marks in a row. And then it's followed up by, well, then the official report isn't as complete as they thought it was. I'll reach out to a DA and see what I can get a hold of. Perfect. I think it's is another red string. Rowan just replies with a picture of a tangled up ball of red yarn. Leaving the hospital, parking has gotten to be, has become a premium here. And as you're walking to the car, somebody backs up and looks as though that they're waiting for you to leave and looking to take your spot. I'll just uh, give them a just kind of a nod and a slight wave and hop in. And away you go back to River's house. Are you guys going to talk at all during the trip or is it going to be 
silence or talk about the bay weather? I think I would fill you in a little more on stuff in Mustang that relates to what just happened. Like, you know, this is one of the people who whose names we found. Okay. I did see that on the registering board. And I don't know what what the hell is happening with the Castillo brothers. They all think each other is dead. And when was the last time you saw Javier? Oh, when was that? It was before we went to Idaho, so oh, certainly. How far away does he live? Do you want to check on him now? Well, I i mean, I've, I've, I've been in touch with him. I, I texted with him, like I said, and then, yeah, let's go see him. So the trip will be to Petaluma, where Javier lives. You've been to his place a couple times. The trip there is uneventful, has traffic as normal. As you pull up to his place, it's a townhome, and it's a two-story townhome with a garage. Kind of a typical newer build type of townhouse. All right, I'll get out and go up to the front door. You coming, Rory? Uh, yeah, I'll come with. You knock and nobody answers. Why don't you call him? Yeah, good idea. I should have done that on the way over. Goes to his voicemail. Hey, Javier. Uh, I kind of wanted to drop by and uh, talk to you a bit, but uh, seems like you're not home. Give me a call or a text and uh, let me know if we can get together. A couple minutes later, you get a text back. Sorry, in Mendocino right now. Can't meet up today. What about tomorrow? It's still Thursday. Yes. Sure, I can do that. Apparently not going to work anyway. Meet me at Portuguese Beach. Okay, 10 o'clock. AM? Sounds good. That's all you really get. All right, well... Well... Why don't you text... Sorry to make... No, it's fine. Uh... Why don't we, Vallejo's on the way back, uh, why don't you text Rooster now, and I can drop you off there, and you can do what you need to do with the green box, and I can try to get some work in today. Yep. Uh, so I will text Rooster. As you're texting Rooster, Javier's texts just wipe, wipe away. They're gone. Has, has anybody else's texts on this? I, I go back and check the group, group chat. and. Yep, everybody else's texts are still there. Does River mention this out loud? Yeah. Javier's response just disappeared on me again. That's that's weird. Um, Send him another follow-up text, just like another whatever random question you might have. Clarifying, screenshot it, and see, then if it disappears, we can compare it to the screenshot. Because that shouldn't disappear, right? Uh, I hope not. Text him back, like, should I bring coffee or whatever you... Yeah, um... You want me to bring uh, coffee and donuts tomorrow? A few moments later, you get a reply. Sure, Starbucks. Let's go with a Americano with double espresso shot. No donuts. And then you get get another response. Gotta watch my figure. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna screen capture that right away, and then I'll reply. Great, looking forward to seeing you. Your phone is stuck. Oh shit! Can I take a picture of his phone? Yes. Okay, I do that. All right. So his phone is stuck on the screenshot. You take a picture of the screenshot. A few moments later, your phone recycles. Reboots. And I'll go check the conversation. No conversation. And I will check the picture gallery. Empty. All of them. What? All of them? All your photos of Katie. 
No, I mean, they should be backed up to the cloud. Good. It's a good thing you took the pictures of the uh, the cell there. Do you still have those? I look at my. Is my is the photo still on my phone? Yes, the photo is still on the phone. You text Rooster. I'm going to drop you off, and I'm going to take your phone, and I'm going to take it to Rowan. Yeah, and I'm going to get a new phone. Yeah, join the club. Okay, so I will text Rooster saying, need to do do something in the uh, green box. Uh, can you meet me when you're off work? I'll text back. It's after five. I'm off work. What do you need? I need to check some hands and uh, return a book to you. The dot 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 from typing appears and stays there for a long time. And then, who are you and what have you done with Sherlock? It's a long story. And as usual, I don't remember it. Dot 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 disappears. Shows back up again. And then disappears. Pink foam? I'll check. I didn't bring it with me. Is it home? And this whole time I've been driving toward... Vallejo. Mm-hmm. Be there in an hour. You get back again. Pink foam. Right, you have a test kit. I do not. When I get there. Text back the letter K. So you guys make it to Vallejo. Do you know where the storage unit is at? Did Rooster tell us where the new green box was? Okay, then I'm just driving to your house. So you arrive at Rooster's place. Rooster and Elena are making dinner together. And not quote-unquote making dinner together. They're actually making food. Oh shit, she actually taught him how to do something more than bacon? Eh, he follows orders well. That he does. Okay. And you arrive at their nice little place. Well, hopefully Rooster can take me home from here if you need to, uh... Yeah, why don't you... Do you want to give me your phone and I can run it by Rowan? Yeah. Here. Okay. And I can, whenever I leave, whenever that is, I'll call Rowan, but we can do that after whatever happens here. All right, River. So you head up to the door? Uh, yeah. I'll kind of wait at the curb until I see Rooster. River rings the doorbell. Elena looks at you. You want to get that? Yeah. One sec. And I'm going to go and grab one of those testing kits that they gave me. The lancets? Mm-hmm. And I open the door a little bit with the chain still closed and just poke the lancet out and go, pink foam? I will take it from him and prick my thumb. No pink foam. All right. Close the door, undo the chain, open the door, and go, okay, so what went wrong? Because you wouldn't be giving this back unless something horrible happened. Well, I really pissed off my wife. <sighs> Lena, do we still have any vodka left? Yeah, we still have a bit. Do you need this or am I going to need this? You going to let me drive? <sighs> Never mind. Are we going to have more more than just the two of us for dinner? Uh, I don't wait. Is that Cappy down there? Yes. If you look down, I'll just kind of give you a wave. Okay, seriously, what's going on? Are, are you expecting food? Are, you said the box. What are we doing here? No, we we had some stuff to do in the city, and then we went up to Petaluma, and then he, he's just dropping me off here. He's on his way home. 
Um, this isn't your house. <sighs> He's going home. I'm going to the green box. Okay, and how were you going to get home after that? Well, I mean, a friend could give me a ride, or I could call him a ride share. I just drop my face into my hands, pinch the bridge of my nose. Ah, God damn it. Look, I'm trying to do this whole domestic thing and actually be, like, responsible about dinner times. So you walk in, you explain it, and then I'm going to do what she says. You got it? Open the door all the way. Go for it. Have fun. Lena, it's for you. As soon as they both walk in the door, I leave. I'm just going to wave bye to him. Lena looks from the top of the stairs. Oh, hi, Redacted. You sticking around for dinner? Well, I, how, how soon is dinner? Uh, about five, ten minutes. If I stay around, I need to call my wife. Shit. Can I borrow a phone? What? Sure. Wait. Redacted, give him your phone. Oh, uh, what happened to your phone? It's, it's got hacked. Wait, both two of you? You hear Elena setting out plates and silverware upstairs. Okay, fine. Here's my phone. And then you have to go. Okay, here's my phone. Lena, I'm apparently a, a cab service now. Cause You're Anne, a good friend. That's why. Yeah, and we're feeding him. This is like, yeah, okay, cool. We made enough manicotti for three people. We made enough manicotti for five people, six people. Not the way I eat. Damn it, I'm going to have to hold myself to seconds now. Call your wife. Wash your hands. And I walk out of the room. Yes, sir. I ain't no sir, damn it! Screen wipe to Rory in the car on the way to visit Rowan. I'm gonna call Rowan. And I'll pick up after the second ring. Hey, what's up? Uh, sorry, I'm, uh, I was headed back. Something weird is happening with River's phone. Uh, so I told him I would take it by you to, I don't know. Get it checked out. Are you in? Are you home now, or? I'm not home right now, but I'm leaving work, so I should be in about you know 20 minutes at the outside. Where are you coming okay. from? Okay, uh, Vallejo. Oh yeah, I'll get home well before you get to mine. Okay. Well, I'll see you soon. Okay. Uh, what kind of what kind of weirds going on with his phone this time? Did he scan any QR codes? Not that I'm aware of. You know his friend Javier. I think he's probably I think he's mentioned him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been texting him, and every time he texts him, his text messages from Javier delete themselves. Uh, he tried taking a screenshot, his phone glitched out, it restarted itself, and then all the text messages from Javier to and from him were gone, and all his photos were gone. All of his photos. I took a picture of his phone, so I have a picture of the messages, but that's it. So I have no idea. Okay, when you get a second, could you tag me that picture? That's really weird. I don't know if I've heard of anything that can do that, but I'll poke around and see what I can find. Uh, sure. I'll pull over, send Rowan the picture, and then keep driving. Yeah, thank you. So you guys went out to St. Joseph's? Yeah. Wasn't expecting it to relate back to everything else, but... Kawinky-dinks and shit. shit. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Ben Sislowski, and I play Rooster. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Rory. I'm Dan Voschkevich, the handler. 
Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 3, Act 3 is an original scenario titled In Time and Space, written by me, Dan Boschkevich, with the help of the rest of the Redacted Reports cast. If you like our story, there are a few ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan certain reports to each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Stephen Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Skelly Lichboy, Tom Padula, M.S. Asnikar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny, Lady Bedivere, Sherrick Manning, Red Dead Coquette, Blardimus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, and the entity some have called George. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on the usual social media sites. The Redact Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons & Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Join us next week, because outside the bounds of reality lurk entities with names unpronounceable by the human tongue, creatures of hunger and rage that would like nothing more than to devour our insignificant universe. And they're coming. Ha, 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 ha.